In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
You guys, welcome to your Tuesday episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your bud, Ryan, and uh, I hope you guys are doing good. I have a lot of news to share with you. Um, <clears throat> something that you're going to find unbelievable, or you're going to find it very believable. I don't know which. I'm hoping you find it very unbelievable, because I can't even believe it, even though, as I say it, I believe it. So let's get your opinion on it in just one second. How's everybody doing? Uh, good start to the week yesterday with Sophie Ross, Pop Culture Roundup. Remember, she has her podcast, So True. Whoa! I'm just, I'm at a point where I even leave the burps in. You know, I'm just like, it's the end of the year. Well, this is a, we're loose here the next two weeks, guys. We are very loose. Uh, today, we have Annabelle DeSisto. She's back with us. We always do recaps of movies. And today might be the most unhinged recap of a movie we've ever done because this recap lasts all of four episodes the next four episodes you'll be getting me coming on talking saying hello doing some news stories but then we go into this and we do the class <laughs> we do the classic john hughes movie uh home alone directed by christopher columbus starring macaulay kilkin macaulay kilkin uh Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. And it is a true classic. And I don't, I think we go, we go into so many different tangents, you guys. So here's the thing. I'm going to do some stories and, you know, uh, personal stories and some uh, entertainment stories up top. And then we're going to do the Annabelle thing, uh, which I dearly love. Like I was laughing my ass off. But I want to tell you, if you're here for a full recap of a movie linear style, this ain't for you. I don't want you to get upset because if you like us in our mad, you know, we are literally two mad hatters. We're like two bucking broncos, I described us as, and neither one of us can get uh, can get it steady. So we just go into 30 different tangents, but all the tangents are, the tangents make me laugh so much. And then on top of it, there's this great movie that we keep dipping in and out of. So I'm going to, I'm putting this out because I truly believe in it. But I, I mean, it's, it's wild, you guys, it's wacky. It's adult. I, I want to stress this as we get further into it. There's a lot of adult content in here. Um, we also just bully each other. She bullies me. I bully her. It's, it's something to, you know, maybe make your kids listen to and say, this is how not to treat people, uh, the way we treat each other. It is true. <laughs> truly amazing. But I think there are so many laughs and I think it's so necessary during the holidays. Um, and I had a blast. I All six hours of this, I had a blast doing. And the funny thing is, I now joke about how long these podcasts are, but I always go into it thinking they're not going to be long. And then they end up being like three hours in, I had to say, hey, yo, uh, we got to cut. We got to knock this because my voice is hurting and I've got another podcast to do. Can And we did this over two days. We wasted two whole days during this. And <laughs> So this is my holiday gift to you guys. Um, okay, back to the story of what I did that you might believe or might not believe. Okay. If there's anybody new to the show, what's up? What What's going on, you guys? Hey, welcome. Um, so this year has been uh, so many great things, but it's also been very humbling. And also as I get older, I'm trying to face you know, my age and, and, you know, getting a couple extra miles on the old body. You know what I'm saying? It's, and the thing is, I'm starting to show my age, you know, my knees are starting to hurt, I'm starting to get white hair in places that I don't want white hair. And 
somebody, you know, a very nice person, I think it was a female, pointed out on YouTube uh, that I looked very old with my beard because it was started, it was very, it was salt and pepper, but it was getting more salt. It was like, oh, way more salt than pepper. Like we, we need more pepper. And so what I had started this year was there's a product called Just for Men. And I used it. And I've used this product before. Like I, listen, over the pandemic, I didn't use it at all because it was like, why waste $8 on Just for Men if I'm just going to be in my room alone during the pandemic? So I go back to dye my beard. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to dye my beard. And I do it. And my face blows up, you guys. I don't know if you were listening when that happened. It was this year, the first time. And my face blew up. And then I was scratching it so much that I cut into my skin from scratching it and gave myself MRSA, which is literally very, like it meant like I had dirty finger, which is just this is just disgusting. This is just this is how honest I am with you guys. And it's just truly frightening. And so many I realize I am disgusting. I am disgusting. I'm a horrible. I'm just I'm a cesspool. But I, I, I scratched myself so hard that there was like a cut that like got infected and I got so I was like my I was oozing my face was oozing. But I'm like, oh, does this mean I can't get my beard? <laughs> Can I not get my beard one color? And I was very, I was like, oh man, that sucks. It also sucked to have a face that looked like the Nutty Professor. Like my face was like three times the shape. There were like rolls on rolls on rolls on my neck, and it must. It was just like, oh man, you know, this is what's going to happen in the future without the beard dye. So I, that clears up. And then a couple months later, my hairdresser, which I say hairdresser, but I see her like three times a year. It's not like a hair, like we, you know, every time she's like, whoa, you wait a long time in between. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, just let's do this. She convinced me to try it again. And I don't, this is where I realize I'm a fucking idiot. Is that if anybody like she's, Listen, she doesn't have any kind of college degree in hairdressing. I don't think I didn't ask her, but there's not like prat like trophies on the wall with hair. Like I just she goes, "Hey, let's dye your beard. It would look cool." And I was like, "Yeah, let's do that." Like I didn't even think. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you're a professional. Yeah, let's do that." And I was so excited that she wanted to try something with me, and I was like, "Okay." Not I wasn't even thinking of like she want trying to get more money, but I was like, "Oh yeah, let's do that." And so we do it. And I was like, you know, what are the chances that thing happens twice to me? Like that had to have been just a one-off situation. Cut to a day later, definitely not a one-off situation. My face has swollen up to look like a volleyball, like that the Wilson and the, the, the castaway with Tom Hanks. And it was, you know, red and puffy and it was just super gross all over again. And I was like, I can't believe I did this. Now, the first time I went into urgent care, the second time I go back into the same urgent care... And I talked to the people in front. They're like, yo, wait, weren't you just here two months ago for the same thing? And there was so much judgment in that sentence, which deservedly so. And I was like, oh, yeah, you remember? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that was me. Um, Anyways, no, you know what it was? The, this was like on a hairdresser recommendation. So like she said it would be cool. <laughs> you know, I was trying to like. And then the doctor was so disappointed in me. It was just like, you could just tell of like, wow, you know, we're dealing with like COVID and long-term COVID and all these things. And you are sitting there, you vain son of a bitch, you silver fox. And you're trying, you, you, you're doing this again to us. You're wasting manpower. And so I did that and I was like, never again, never again. 
And I think that was in March, right? I think that was in March, the last time I did this. Cut to a couple weeks ago, maybe even longer. Like I sporadically get all of my DMs. I checked, like it, it's so bad, you guys. And I, I apologize that for that. But a listener sent me a DM of the last time or like saying like, oh, they just heard the podcast where I talked about it, uh, my face. And I probably posted a picture of it as well because I was just so fascinated that your face could blow up four times the size it was. And she goes, uh, hey, love the show. Heard the thing about your beard dye. Try this. And she posted a picture of this and it's an all natural beard dye. It's henna. It's an all natural, no ammonia. So I was told it was the chemicals in this that were doing this to my face. So I was like, oh shit, they have one with no chemicals, no ammonia. Like, so I'm like, oh wow. And you guys, I know, like, literally, I was like, oh shit, I gotta try that. Like, he wasn't even, he was like, oh good, I figured a way around my face swelling up. I'm, I can try this now. I just gotta go get this thing. And so I get it and I put it on, uh, last night and within hours, I realized this isn't working. Like I'm like feeling the same burning sensation. Wake up this morning, boom, face like nutty professor. It is horrible. You guys, I'm literally, I'm at my parents and I'm wearing like an ice pack around my neck. Like my mom has this ice pack that is is like a velcro ice pack where it's like for your eyes but i have it wrapped around my neck to cool my neck because you can see this huge red <laughs> this huge like it's an allergic reaction and luckily here's the here's the great thing you guys i didn't have to go back to urgent care yet because i still have medicine from the last time i was in there so you guys your boy did it again. Bad boy of podcasting doesn't listen to doctors. How you like that, mama? Yeah, bad boy. Oh, yeah. I always tell you that uh, I like to drive on empty and see how far I can go in my car. I do the same thing with my hygiene. Ah, bad boy of podcasting. Listen, I... You have to laugh. Yeah, and I, I'm me, so I should be the most disappointed in myself, but I just want to apologize. But I also want to come clean, and I have pictures of before, during, and after. I have pictures of all of this, and I'm trying to be brave enough to post them tomorrow so you can get a visual representation. And my dad, you know, he wanted me to go bowling with his guy friends tomorrow, but I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, like, I don't call my dad man, but I was like, I don't know, like... My face is super swollen and I just don't like those guys already think I'm weird because I do like a, a podcast about reality shows all but one. There's one of my dad's friends that listens to the show regularly and I thank you, fine sir. But, the you know, like already I think I'm like, you know, running up a hill. Um, so we'll see. But it's happened again, folks. I did it again and I cannot like so now no more. I just got to let the white because I was trying I was trying to. Stay away from the mustache. I was like, you know what? Let's go back to the beard. Everybody liked the beard. You were more confident with the beard. The mustache creeps a lot of people out. You know, a lot of people calling you motorcycle cop, that kind of thing. 
<laughs> Guys, we're in the holidays. These are unhinged episodes. These these are when you say all of the truths during the holiday season. Just like that 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 uh, in Love Actually, when that little that guy from Walking Dead creepily goes brings all those all those cards, those poster boards over to uh, the the really young girl's place. That he shouldn't like had no business. Like the, the older you get, the the more you realize how creepy that fucking was that, that he did that in Love Actually. But I, by the way, we're we're done talking about my face. We're moving on. Um, I uh, I do this thing every year on Instagram where I take that as a meme format, and he says just because it's Christmas, and at Christmas you tell the truth, and he's holding that up with the white poster boards, and. Um, you guys can picture it, right? Well, if not, go to my Instagram account. But I always give a bunch of Bravo opinions of the truth, the, the hard truth that you have to say at the holidays. My first one is all Sprinter vans from this point forward should be equipped with cameras. Now, this is a no-brainer. I feel like, duh. Like at this point, Sprinter van, in fact, Bravo should invest in Sprinter vans. They should have a line of their own Sprinter vans and they should all come equipped with cameras. Like I'm fine with just all Sprinter vans having cameras, whether they're on a housewife show or not. Like better safe than sorry. All all cars should be equipped with cameras at this point. Uh, next one, it must haunt and titillate Michael Dar- Darby to see Ashley with Luke. Now I've talked about this a lot in the last couple of weeks, dude. My, like, I can't, like, poor, like, listen, I've never felt for, bad for Michael Darby before until now. And now I'm like, oh, damn, dude. Dude, it, there is no way I would want Luke around anybody that I, I've ever had sexual relations with for so many reasons. But mainly I would be jealous because he's just really good looking. And, like, it would be really hard for me. So, like, poor Michael Darby. Like, I finally, and it is weird. Like, life always Karma exists, you guys. Here's the next one. Austin is tall, but that's not a reason to let him wreck your life. I always say this, you guys. You guys, all all the women and some of the men say, oh, oh, he's so tall. All these guys on Bravo, they're so tall. But so what? Have somebody stand on a milk crate. Like if, like, if you like a dude, like just have him stand on a milk crate or something. If he's tiny, have him stand on something. Like it's problem solved. My God. Your heart is not going to care when this guy breaks it that he was 6'4". Jen Shaw is guilty and probably had something to do with Heather's eye. This is an obvious one. This lady is guilty as sin. And I do want to say that there is rumors now, and I think it's been almost confirmed what we were talking about yesterday, that she is going to do a one-on-one sit-down interview with Andy Cohen, a supposedly two-hour interview, which I just don't think there's any need for more than a half hour, but who knows? Uh, it's going to air after the third reunion of Salt Lake. I don't know if this is true, guys. It sounds really wild to me, and I think this is exactly what Jen Shaw wants is the opportunity to do a one-on-one. She's good in one-on-one situations. She's not good, I think, when four or five people are going to be there, and that's why she canceled out of Friday on top of other reasons. But also, I, I I was thinking about this today. I just, I struggle with, I struggle with giving somebody a platform that is admittedly guilty to give us reasons why they're not guilty. Because that's what it's going to be. It's going to be like, I just have a feeling it's going to be vaguely like, Oh, well, I didn't know I I didn't know what I what I was doing was wrong. And Stuart led me down this like I just feel like it's giving somebody a commercial that doesn't need it. We've already gotten the Jen Shaw innocent commercial all season long. And then she like I just don't know and and listen, Andy is in a tough spot here. Because Andy can't really dig in the way I would want him to. Like he's got to keep it keep it cute, keep it kosher and 
keep it moving. But sometimes you just want them to be like, yo, I know you're guilty. You've acted like an ass for the last season. What's up? Literally, what's up? And okay, I'm going to read the rest of these. Then we're going to go back to the Jen Shaw because her court declaration I talked about yesterday, which I didn't get to get into detail about. I wanted to talk about a second more because it, it just reads like fiction. It is like Jen Shaw from New York was on the cold streets of New York and she met the wrong seedy individuals. But then the Jen Shaw of Utah was a perfect mother. It's wild. Okay, here's another one. Lenny from Miami is a fugly slut. Yeah, that is a hard truth. That Lenny Hochstein, this guy doesn't have a personality on him at all. He can lose all the weight he wants wants and eat all the borscht he wants he's still a fugly slut this is a dude that even met his current girlfriend at their place his two kids live at like this guy is is gross and literally like like imagine like oh my dude does all the boobs in miami i'm like oh weird not not the not the serve you think it is uh, here's another one. Rinna is not good at playing herself on TV. Now, this is a hard truth, you guys. Rinna is very enjoyed by a lot of people, but the last two years, I feel like she, like I always say, is a caricature on top of a caricature. She's not good at playing herself anymore. It's almost like she's like trying to find it, like trying to be Lisa Rinna or the Lisa Rinna that we've enjoyed on television, and she's missing the mark horribly. It's like she's trying too hard. She's doing an imitation of herself almost, and I think it's. It's just been so hard to watch this past season. Okay, here's another truth. I don't care about Lindsay and Carl's timeline because they seem happy. Okay, so in Winterhouse, Lindsay and Carl visited and there was big hubbub that there was like a two and a half week gap from the wedding to when they officially started dating. And they were trying to say Lindsay grabbed uh, Austin's junk because he's tall and had McDonald's that night. It was just, it was such a weird thing. But like, listen, I don't care. They actually seem very happy together, both of them. And I, I don't know, like, sometimes you're just like, leave it alone. I don't know if everybody agrees with me or not. Oh, here's one. This is controversial. Chris Bassett doesn't owe Giselle an apology. Chris Bassett owes some people an apology. I don't think it's Giselle at all. And I think that's a wild accusation to throw at somebody. Um, okay. Paige needs to have a safe word for Craig when the cameras are on so he stops doing the baby voice. I said this yesterday. The baby voice really creeps me out, you guys. I don't like it. It scares me. And my fear is that he would trap... Like, I fear he's like a serial killer. He trapped me in a basement and do the baby voice to me until I relented. I don't know why. Like, I'm like, I'll give you all my money. Uh, here's one we didn't get to use yet. Uh, here's a hard truth. I am guilty of still not watching Married to Medicine, even though everyone says it's the best. Totally guilty, you guys. Here's another hard truth. Real Housewives of Atlanta is in a rebuilding phase. It's not fully formed yet, guys. We need to realize it's not fully formed. Oh, here's one. How many bars can the Toms have before they're the Nick Cannon of bars? Listen, it's only Tom Tom and Schwartz and Sandy's now, but if it gets any more, we're looking, we're getting into Nick Cannon territory, but with bars instead of kids. We've got we've, we've to gotta keep these guys to just a couple bars. Right now, it's okay. But I'm just sensing, like, if it goes further than this, I don't know. I don't know if I can be in. I got to, I don't know. Also, oh, you guys, back to my swollen face. I, uh, when I was comparing it to my, so my mom, you know, she's dealing with uh, a bunch of stuff right now, um, health-wise. And she, the, the steroid she's on made her, she's gained like 40 or 50 pounds in the last six months because of this stupid fucking steroid. So it's like, man, fuck cancer. You guys really honestly, fuck cancer. Um, I whisper cause I'm in my parents. I'm like, fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. You guys, fuck it. 
Look how hardcore I fuck cancer. Mom, you up? Um, no, but her face is swollen. So I go, Mom, look, I got my face to swell up too because of your battle. And I said, No one fights alone, Mom. <laughs> no one fights alone. <laughs> also, thank you to Jen Heater, who actually got my parents uh, really cool socks about No One Fights Alone and can't like Survivor. And it, they were really beautiful and meant a lot to my parents. And I have a picture of them with those socks, which I'll be sending to you, Jen, if you're listening. Thank you so much. It really did mean the world to us. Um, okay. So I wanted to talk about, God, it's been a wild day. Harvey Weinstein found guilty of three charges, uh, one of them including trigger warning you guys about physical assault. Uh, you know, the R word, you know, he guilty of rape in Los Angeles. And so we will find out what that means exactly. Also in the legal world, Amber Heard um, decided to settle with Johnny Depp over the allegations and pay $1 million of the, what is it, $8 million that she owes. Um, and they settled for one, uh, $1 million. So it's a good deal. And she wrote, she wrote about this because she says, this is not me admitting uh, my guilt or his innocence. No, this is just, I have no faith in our justice system anymore. So I'm wanting to move on with my life. The one, you know, the, the, the life I have left, she was originally charged with $8.35 million to pay him after the six week trial. And she got off with $1 million. Heard said she had lost faith in the American legal system. She also said that the settlement spares her the ordeal of further litigation and allows her to finally emancipate herself from their marriage. Um, you know, this is uh, this is wild. In a statement posted on Instagram announcing the decision, Heard made clear that there are no restrictions or gags with respect to my voice moving forward and blasted the U.S. legal system for turning her testimony into entertainment and social media fodder. I don't know if the U.S. legal system did, but we definitely did. I mean, that was thing was all over TikTok. I couldn't go a night on TikTok without seeing huge swaths of her testimony every day. Like they would even try to be like, she's doing cocaine in the trial. And I was like, wow, we reach so hard. And by the way, I think both of these guys are really not great. Both of them. Like, I mean, I, I found fault with both of them in testimony where I'm like, neither. And listen, Johnny Depp will always have so many more hearts of ours because of his performances. But I'm telling you, I've met actors that have given some of the most beautiful performances that would break your heart. They're raging maniacs. I'm not saying he is, but I'm saying it's possible. Leave room for the impossible. Uh, she said, after a great deal of deliberation, I've made a very difficult decision to send the defamation case brought against my be brought against me by my ex-husband in Virginia. It's important for me to say that I never chose this. I defended my truth, and in doing so, my life as I knew it was destroyed. The vilification I have faced on social media is an amplified version of the ways in which women are re-victimized when they come forward. Now I finally have an opportunity to emancipate myself from something I attempted to leave over six years ago and on terms I agree to. I have made no admission. That is no act of concession. There are no restrictions or gags uh, with respect to my voice moving forward. I make this decision having lost faith in the American legal system where my unprotected testimony served as entertainment and social media fodder. When I took before a judge in the UK, 
I was vindicated by a robust, impartial, and fair system where I was protected from having to give the worst moments of my testimony in front of the world's media and where the court found that I was subjected to domestic and sexual violence. In the U.S., however, I exhausted almost all of my resources resources in advance of and during a trial in which I was subject to a courtroom in which abundant direct evidence that corroborated my testimony was excluded in excluded and in which popularity and power mattered more than reason and due process. In the interim, I was exposed to a type of humiliation that I simply cannot relive. Even if my U.S. appeal is successful, the best outcome would be a retrial where a new jury would have to consider the evidence age. I simply cannot go through that for a third time. Time is precious, and I want to spend my time productively and purposefully. For too many years, I have been caged in an arduous and expensive legal process process which has shown itself unable to protect me and my right to free speech. I cannot afford to risk an impossible bill, one that is not just financial, but also psychological, physical, and emotional. Women shouldn't have to face abuse or bankruptcy for speaking her truth, but unfortunately, it is not uncommon. In settling this case, I'm choosing the freedom to dedicate my time to the work that helped me heal after my divorce, work that exists in realms in which I feel seen, heard, and believed, and in which I know I can affect change. I will not be threatened, disheartened, or dissuaded by what happened from speaking the truth, No one can and no one will take that from me. My voice forever remains the most valuable asset I have. I'd like to thank my outstanding appellate and original trial teams for their relentless hard work. I want to thank everyone who has supported supported me, and I turn my attention to the growing support that I felt and seen publicly in the months since trial, and the efforts have been made to show solidarity with my story. Any survivor knows that the ability to tell their story often feels like the only relief. I cannot find enough words to tell you the hope your beliefs in me inspires, not just for me, but for all of you. Thank you. See you soon. So, yeah, I mean, I do understand that about settling, though, to kind of move on with your life. Uh, It'll be interesting. I'm really curious to see what Johnny Depp does from this point on. Listen, Johnny Depp, and that's the thing. You always had to admit in that relationship, Johnny Depp was the star. Amber Heard is a great actor in a way, but nothing compared to what Johnny Depp has done. And, you know, comparing acting talent is just so weird because it's so subjective. It's in the eye of the beholder. Who knows? You know, like one man's performance is going to be like so shitty to somebody else when it's going to be so great to another person. But, you know, you have to admit there is something magical about Johnny Depp's acting performances, especially the ones, you know, from decades ago. So I'm curious to see what he does from this point forward uh, with this freedom. Also, I I didn't get to say this yesterday, but Cecily Strong from Saturday Night Live, it was her last SNL performance this this past Saturday in the episode with Austin Butler and Lizzo. And uh, she'd been there for like 10 seasons, you guys. And she has so many amazing characters, such a talent. And I was just like, wow, because it's on its 48th season right now. And I think I would be tempted to stay another two seasons just to get to the 50th year of SNL. But she made the best of her time there. It's one of those things. I'm really curious what she does now, Um, you know, and what she gets on. Will she be a TV actor? Will she be a movie actor? Uh, It'll be really interesting. And why did she leave at Christmas instead of the end of the year? So she left with Austin Singler, Austin Butler singing Blue Christmas to her. 
Um, and it was very emotional and cool. And she broke down on Weekend Update. And I don't know, I, I geek out on SNL. I always have, even though I don't even really love the show anymore. But I think it's just the institution, what it represents to uh, pop culture and to comedy and so many amazing performances. I just listened to I finished Bob Odenkirk's book, audiobook. Don't get impressed, you guys. I didn't read it with my eyes. It's called Comedy, 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 Drama, uh, because his first, you know, first huge swath of life was all comedy until Breaking Bad came along. And it was amazing to listen to this man's story that started in comedy and finally found his voice in drama and realized that he was this kind of really incredible actor, even though I don't think he realizes how good he is. But he was talking about, he was writing at SNL for three years, and he was the guy that wrote Farley's, uh, Chris Farley's sketch. And Chris Farley, it was his anniversary of his death, 25 years last week. And it was just, that's wild to think about for us, us 80s kids that grew up with Farley. Um, but he wrote the... Uh, you know, motivational speaker. You're like, you're going to live in a van down by the river. But Bob Odenkirk wrote that, put that together for Second City, and then they transferred it over to SNL. But it was interesting even hearing him talk about it. It was just like, oh, man, like SNL was so lame. Like I – it's like, you know, it's like we're we, – SNL always has the complaints that it does today you had those same complaints 25 years ago you know he was like people thought it was lame back then it's like every once in a while there'll be something amazing it's never going to be the first three years of snl which i wasn't even born for i don't think um but i went back and watched and like it really changed culture it changed uh made tv dangerous again network television so wanted to shout out cecily strong amazing work i'm really curious to see what she does next uh, you guys, I'm going to do the Jen Shaw bit tomorrow uh, before the home before part two of the quote unquote Home Alone recap. Um, oh, I do want to bring this up real quick. Uh, Daily Mail is reporting the Belfie is black is back. <laughs> sorry, the Belfie is back. Kim Kardashian shows off her pert behind in a in bikini bottoms as she posts a very thirsty snap to reflect on 2022. God, I love you, Daily Mail. The Belfie is back. Shows off her pert pert behind. What an English, what an English phrase. But I, I got dude. The holidays are bleak, man. Like this is so sad. Like you got to go look at this picture of Kim Kardashian. She's like, oh, I got to get get this shot of my butt in the mirror. And you can tell all four of her kids are like behind the like behind the like. What's mommy doing out there by the pool? Like it's just. I don't know. It's like, I get this is like your thing. I don't want to shame anything, but like at a certain point, aren't we all like, can we, let's, let's give up the ghost. Are we all little, come on, man. She's like trying to get an ass pick. I'm like, well, you're, we're still not dealing with all the shit Kanye's done over the last two decades. No, no. The last couple of weeks. I mean, it's just, and you're trying to get the perfect ass shot in a bikini. Like, my God, I know you might be trying to throw off the scent or distract, but it just, it feels, pop culture can be so dumb sometimes. It can just be wading through, this just feels like, ugh, it just feels, it hurts, it's gross, ugh, ugh. By the way, you guys, you hear that? It's me scratching my face like an idiot, because I can't, it hurts. Okay, let's get into this, you guys. You're like, yeah, we were waiting. Remember, there's timestamps. Stop. But I'm telling you, the first I, – I, I know we bring up the movie a couple times in this first part. 
I'm also telling you once again, this is adult material, adult themes. We do talk about some racy topics, especially as we move forward. I want to give a blanket warning. Uh, there is adult language used. Um, and, and like I said, this is not a, this is not a, <laughs> this is not a straightforward recap, even though I do do most of the lines of home alone in these hours that you're about to spend with us. Um, and I don't know, maybe you want to save all these up once they're all out and listen to them back to back. Uh, but one will be out each day. And like I said, I'll do some stories beforehand, but Annabelle DeSisto, the podcast Adderall and compliments is her podcast. You should go listen to it. Uh, she's amazing. Uh, I love podcasting with Annabelle. It is exhausting and I exhaust her and, but we also have, I think the time of our lives. And I think that comes through and I hope you guys have a really good time listening to this and also take it in the spirit in which it's meant, which is just having a good time. And, uh, we do eventually get to the movie and those will probably be in more part two and part four, one and three, a lot, a lot of distraction, but it's really funny distraction. Like we talk about past Christmas experiences when we found out Santa wasn't, uh, you know, you know, I'm not going to say it out loud in case kids are listening. Um, uh, you know, we talk about so many different, we, <laughs> there's a lot of things I'm telling you guys, there's a lot of good things in here. I hope you enjoy it. Happy holidays. You've made it to Tuesday of the week before Christmas. So you are golden guys. I hope you're enjoying time with your family and friends or about to, but here we go. Part one of four home alone recapped by Annabelle DeSisto from Adderall and compliments, the podcast and me. Puffy face. Happy holidays, you filthy animals. Uh, it is so bad it's good. We it would be it would be a, a horrible mistake on our part if we didn't do a holiday episode. And my favorite episodes this year are where we recap movies for eight hours at a time. And there's only one person I recap movies with, and that is the one and only Annabelle DeSisto from the podcast Adderalls and Compliments. And today we will be doing a holiday classic. I mean, truly a holiday classic. There's no joke there. It is Home Alone with little Mr. Macaulay Culkin. Annabelle, how are you today? By the way, uh, I don't know if anybody will watch this on YouTube, but I had asked Annabelle, I said, could you put on a little like holiday outfit or something like that? And so I'm in a full, <laughs> I have like a, there's like a skirt attached and Annabelle just put on a dark green t-shirt. Um. Okay. Number one, how dare you? It is a wet sweatshirt. Uh, You're, no, sweating sweat You're sweating already? You're sweating already? Um, no, it is still wet from the uh, dryer. I, um, with my ADHD, and I'm sure many uh -huh. of the baddies relate to this, maybe, or hope I'm just telling myself that to rationalize it to myself that I'm not a completely disgusting person. Um, you know, when you like decide to do your bedding and you're like, I'm going to like wash my bedding and I'm going to do this. And then it's like, then your motivation like ends and your bedding is like already in the wash. And then you're like, I'm just going to sleep on like a crack house mattress for like a week, which is what I That's what little, that's what this little Kevin is already better at you. This little Kevin <laughs> is like doing laundry during home alone. You this laundry? Kevin. They've been gone for like 24 hours and he already has like a, in oh, a he, no, yeah, he's already doing better. He's like going to the grocery. He does I'm more sorry, stuff. I, 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 like, England. How oh, I'm like, I'm literally, I'm tearing them down. Like I'm stealing them. 
I feel like you're the the two burglars, uh, uh, Marvin Harry. I feel like you are the two burglars and you're Kevin McAllister, the Home Alone kid, in one person. I feel like you uh, you are Kevin and that you're good hearted, <laughs> but you're also the two burglars that try to rob every piece of happiness you have in your life. You <laughs> do it to yourself, Annabelle. Is there any truth? Did you did you watch this movie? Going, I I empathize and recognize both uh, all these characters. It was like, it was like I was in one of those like funhouse mirrors. It was just mirroring myself back to me just in every scene besides with Catherine O'Hara and, because she's like, <laughs> she's in her thirties and wait, she is it that, Catherine like, O'Hara, by the way, in, Catherine O'Hara. I'm a very young 30 and I'm like not living on a mattress. So thank guys, you for doing this. this is a, I have to make my bed. One of many fun <laughs> facts you're going to hear in this eight hour podcast is Catherine O'Hara was 18 years old when she filmed the role of Macaulay Culkin's mom in Home Alone. 18 years old. She played Macaulay Culkin. I can't tell No, you- I'm oh, not serious. No, I'm not serious at all. No, she was like 38 or 30. She was, she was, by the way, she, but she was really young. Like, I mean, she was, it's one of those things where I think somebody tweeted this last year about what her actual age was when she filmed. And it depressed me for a whole month. So I'm not going to even actually go find the actual fact but she was like i think in her early 40s or something or late 30s and i was like because when you saw home i saw home alone in the theaters as a kid and like when you're a kid you look at these people and you're like oh my god they're so old and now i look at it and i'm like Catherine era looks so young like <laughs> it's so weird how that person and that macaulay culkin so t- like i mean what a star that little i mean no wonder that kid took off like a rocket ship but like uh, anyways, we're go- we're getting ahead of ourselves. No, he has How are you, Annabelle? That Annabelle? Very long, that was a very long rambling answer from me, which is just very on brand for all of my answers. That um, I am wearing a wet sweatshirt. Um, I, my God, I keep saying sweatshirt. It doesn't have a hoodie. It's a sweater. Not um, saying wet. That it's like, in, that's really weird. It was out. still damp. It was a wet. Still, it was a damp. It was a moist sweatshirt. I was going to say it's, it's moist everywhere. It's so yeah. moist. Uh, because I put it in there with my bedding because it's my power color, um, which is olive green. And so- Wait, who gives you your power color? Is that like at birth, like myself. the middle name? Okay, myself, so you you feel the most powerful? Color? Black. Power my power is color is black. Well, that's original. But you are, uh, listen- I, Am I pulling off, I'm pulling off red, red stripe? Oh my God. Um, Annabelle- <laughs> There's the fact that like you are in, oh, fuck. Oh my God. I wish that I had, oh, oh my God. Can I run down for- This is how these things get so long, folks. Annabelle's all of a sudden like, can I go down? I'm going to just 20 miles. I got to drive 20 miles in Aiken, Georgia. And I want to go run to the Walmart. just have to go into town real quick and uh, (laughs) buy something at Target. Okay, no, I didn't know we were doing a theme, but can I show, I won't wear it the whole time. What do you party. mean we didn't know we were doing a holiday movie? What do you mean you didn't know we were doing a theme? Um, last time for the ring for our Halloween movie, I had a full horse skeleton and you had nothing. I had a full horse skeleton, obviously not real. I, but I, had, a, I had a full well I climbed out of not in the beginning. Mercari, I had, a, I had a full, I got a VCR and I got the actual tape that the ring That's was That's how you watch all of your movies on VCR, Ryan. By the way, I did I did own Home Alone on VHS just for anybody. Wait, what what do you need to run and go get? I was gonna get um uh my Christmas mask. I was I'm gonna wear for a parade. Wait, wait, okay, wait. I need to like let's 
catch up with Annabelle for a quick second since it's been a month. It's um, not going to make wait, sense. Sh- no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me answer. It. Let me ask the questions. Why are you wearing a Christmas mask in a parade? Can you explain what the parade is first off to us? Okay. It is, it was going to be an Aiken horse parade, which like they do it every year in downtown. Like last year, like 300, like horse were in it. Like it's, it's surprisingly very big. Like people are like watching it the whole time. And it's like a two-hour like it's a very big deal here. Um, And so I just couldn't leave well enough alone. I had to be the narcissisto that I am and be like, I'm going to wear a costume this year. Cause obviously I wore a like red, like sequin, like Liberace jacket, like last year, like everyone is in like Willy Wonka, like Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka. Exactly. I had the giant yeah. glasses. Um, <laughs> I had the questionable domestic. The, bu- the bruising. Exactly. I had, uh, I had yeah. all of it. Um, I shit in my own bed to really um, <laughs> character, um, which is why I had to do laundry again. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know why this year I was like, I'm going to do a costume because like I already have the best looking horse in the parade. And I like Which your horse Loki, by the way, if you go to Annabelle's uh, Instagram account, I think maybe I saw it on Facebook. I don't know, but she's doing all sorts of tricks on Loki. She, like, she's a super professional writer. Like there's no joke there. Like she's, you're getting, it seems like you're really getting good at your craft. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. I mean, that was that- actually mainly a compliment for Loki first off, but oh, Loki seems like it, really good. That means a lot. Um, it's actually Drago, but they do. It's, oh, I thought it was Loki. No, um, not all of my horses look the same, Ryan. Um, oh, no. Oh, so no. I cannot twins. get. Oh, wait, wait. Did I, I just get say, not just because the horse. they're twins. I'm sorry that. <laughs> I'm sorry. One of them. Oh, did I get a, Did I offend accent. the horse community? Did I get. A, oh, no. I'm going to get. A, I'm going to get a letter from the horse community. As people. <laughs> oh, no. Not all horses are the same. Oh, no. <laughs> No, um, I'm sorry. They are, even though they look the same, they are two different um, entities. Like, listen, one is British and, you know, lives over there. One is here, but they both love peanut butter on Oreos. And then that's how they found out that they were secretly related. So it's kind of like a parent <laughs> parent trap situation. But no, folks, I folks, folks listening out there, it's going to be okay. She's working through some stuff. We're just going to. I'm trying to work you back from your speciesism. Okay, so so Drago, that's the one that's doing all the cool tricks. Drago, Drago, sorry, Drago, Drago, pizza, tomato, tomato. Um, okay, so you're in this parade. You're gonna dress in a big costume, and so I you... was going. To, I was going to wait. What do you mean? Was what happened to the parade? Our no, the parade's still going on. RJ has told me that's your dad, um, by the way, you guys. Oh yeah, that's um, uh, my roommate. One of my roommates. Um, <laughs> which is yeah, by the way, you guys, you guys, do realize, you guys do realize I've been doing a podcast with a 15 year old named Annabelle DeSisto for the last three <laughs> years that still lives with her, her family. So, <laughs> okay, I would say quarantining. Okay, by, the way, by the way, Annabelle doesn't realize that there's been a vaccine and that we're allowed back out in the world. So. I'm not going to get a microchip so that they can track me. Yeah, I'm sorry. no, I don't thank feel you, fake Bill knowing Gates. everything I do. Yeah, no. no, I'd rather just go on Twitter and put all my thoughts <laughs> there. Um, so, um, wait, no, what happened to the parade? I, I, I 
came to quarantine and then I got to, I got into riding and now I got two horses and it's like being yeah. a teen mom where I'm like, I didn't expect them, but they're the greatest blessing. And now how do I bring them back to a West Hollywood apartment? Cause Ryan will not. This is the same thing that Farah Abraham from teen mom had to deal with. I think a lot of the same issues. This is why I'm like, how do you continue in Hollywood? I think this is article about saying <laughs> we're taking time apart. Wait, Annabelle, I know this is a family show today, you guys, but wait, wait let me just pitch something. Drago and you only fans. Okay, well, who am only I gonna... fans account, only fans account. You well, and Drago. Uh, Drago. It's Drago. I thought it was Drago. I thought No, I... it's Drago. I swear to God, just a second ago, you told me Drago. Like Ego, but Drago. No, I understand what Ego, I understand the sound that Ego makes. I just thought you would say Drago. Um I'm sorry. All I hear when I say anytime I think and anytime I say ego, I just think of that sad. Um, was it still on Snapchat when Rob Kardashian was going around after Black China moved out, and he was posting on Snapchat that she had taken all the egos? Wait, no, I never. I don't even. I'm not even aware of it. I just remember oh the time where remember like he started like posting nude photos of her vagina on like and it was like sexually <laughs> harassing her and like she like it was like not okay but he was going around snapchat posting that he took his good food um he was doing a uh i'm pretty sure it was like a snapchat like tour of okay i'm gonna put rob Kardashian. wait also uh, uh remember that time when black china went okay, online now, uh, and made, made fun of chris jenner shopping for rob and it was like all healthy food products um <laughs> uh okay yeah it says rob kardashian black china took all his food and then it's like has like the video of him um going through and showing all the stuff that she took and one of them is uh him showing off like the empty egg oh there's actually a meme of black china as the grinch and she has an ego box so it's like so it's like a lot of like when when wives leave their husbands or whatever it'll be like she took the kids, man. But for Rob, it was like, she took the egos, man. Ah, uh, my kids. Like, she took the why egos. Did Chris Jenner, I was like, yeah, you failed. Rob, on the, did she take you your egos, the Rob? Jenner, Pepsi did she take commercial. your egos? That's but it. That's why I'm like, that's when Chris Jenner should have gotten in. And then like, ego company, Rob Kardashian, my son, he'll supply the entire crew with Arthur George socks. That's how we'll pay you. And I'm Rob Kardashian for Ego Corporation. It will be Rob. I'm Rob Kardashian for Egos. And uh, Ego my Ego. And just, it's just him surrounding. He, he's in a car outside Black China's house with boxes of Egos. When your woman takes your Egos, get back at it. Get vengeance. Just like Macaulay Culkin does in the movie Home Alone. Anyway, so are you doing this parade with uh, Drago or not? What are we doing? Um, no, he's told me. And- Drago told you? Uh, um no drago's really supportive he was like i'm so excited about it that's what he told the animal communicator which by the way maybe you guys can pressure ryan into doing the gift that i got him of the animal communicator okay i'm sorry you know no she annabelle actually got me the coolest gift and i told my ex about it and my ex loves this like loves it she was like no way no way no way but I have not done. She got me a pet psychic for Brooklyn, and I, I'm not even joking. I just ha- I either forget about it or I haven't had time. It's been a little stressful these last uh, couple of years, but especially this last month. So I I definitely and b- I, uh, by the way, I was gonna say 
when I remembered it last time or when you reminded me, I was like, oh, I wonder if the pet psychic will allow me to put it on the show. Because I thought, like, if I could oh put God. her. Absolutely. Like if I, could... I already asked her. I already told Wait, her. Are you? Okay, because I, w- I I think that would be an amazing segment. Like, and but you can come on with us too. But like Brooklyn, like I'm not I, a I, fan of your show, Ryan. But yeah, very yeah. nice. What, what if Adam goes? <laughs> it's a it's a little long. It's a little. You know I'm what? Not, it's a little. I'm not sure it, if you read it, my it rambles, review. It, it, I laughed. It rambles <laughs> and it doesn't get to the point. <laughs> they say they're doing Home Alone, but I haven't heard it in the first two hours. I <laughs> seem to remember it was a movie uh, with Macaulay Culkin, I believe. Um. No, the pet psychic thing, Annabelle, like what I'm saying is that you got like, I love that people think that me being forgetful and disorganized is a bit like people are like, why didn't you do this yet? I'm like, cause I totally fucking forgot that my whole life's disorganized. That's, is that good? And people are like, sure, Ryan. Like, I love that. I'm like, hey, I am ignoring a pet psychic. <laughs> uh, my plan is working brilliantly. In fact, somebody, dude, somebody got me a massage, like a, a gift certificate to a massage. And that was like six months ago. And I'll remember, like, sometimes you'll, I'll be going to sleep, like going like, oh, my body really hurts. Oh, I have that gift certificate to a massage and then I'll fall asleep and forget. Did you your last massage? I did, yeah. Okay, so maybe. (laughs) I don't need to get that emotional right now. (laughs) By the way, this is so funny. So I watched Home Alone 1 and 2 a couple weeks ago with my buddy Dusty in Chicago. And then I rewatched it yesterday because I got some bad news about my mom. And I just said, you know what? Like I I rewatched again to like, you know, just give it a once over and take more notes. And then I go, I need Home Alone 2. And I just watched Home Alone 2 for the very first time a couple of weeks ago. I never watched Home Alone 2. I've it's never real. Seen. Oh my God. It's just, I think it's just as good as the first. I've never seen it. <gasps> Wait, see, that this this shocks me because these are like the kind of simpleton movies I think you would love. Like <laughs> where it's a real like, uh, like Marv and Harry are back. But this time this little, little, little doofus kid gets lost in New York because <laughs> he misses the flight. But it's actually... I don't, I don't know why I did. I saw Home Alone in the movie theaters. I'm trying to remember why I didn't see Home Alone 2. Like, I liked Home Alone. Why did I see Home Alone 2? Because like, you feel consciously like, knew that Donald Trump was in it. There is one scene in Home Alone 2 where Donald Trump like, goes into the plaza and Macaulay's like, you know, hey, where can I get a girl to shit on me? And he's like, right over there, kid. <laughs> over in Epstein land, you know? like No, no. He just tells, like, go over to the left. But you know a funny story about that is Donald Trump said, I will only let you shoot here if you put me in the movie and you cannot cut the scene. No, I'm not. That's no joke. No joke. But you've got to watch Home Alone 2. It's on Disney Plus and it's just as good as Home Alone 1. And it actually made me. So the old man in this Home Alone movie makes me ball. And the bird lady that looks like that British uh, news anchor uh, that hates Meghan Markle. Who's that dude? That's all we ha- gives his opinion. Here's Morgan. Piers, Piers Morgan. There's a bird lady in Home Alone 2 where she's in the she's kind of scary in the wood, like in the Central Park and all the birds come to her. She looks exactly like a female Piers Morgan in the face. We, and, and Piers Morgan. And so uh, my buddy told me this a couple weeks ago and I made a meme. And then people sent me this thing of like in 2020, Piers Morgan actually made a statement saying, I am not the bird lady in Home Alone 2. <laughs> he actually, there's an article of him him going, please stop saying that I'm the bird lady in Home Alone 2. You got to see, you got to watch, Annabelle, I'm telling you, but you would love this movie. Like, it's like so like good hearted and fun. Did you like Home Alone? I really did. I hadn't seen it. Um, I realized like I hadn't seen it probably like 
since I saw it like on VHS, like in like from Black. Well, just to remind like, people, about, so and this is and this is just a question, like a personal question. You don't have to answer this, but you know, you always told us even from the beginning. We bring this up at some oh, point. Jamie Kennedy's penises. Yeah. It's no, no. No, no. We're not doing. We're not doing sex stuff. Uh, but I will say, uh, you did, you're famous for making love, watching the TV show. Uh, what is the college, the dorm, the dorm show, the Greek. college show Greek. Yeah. She used to, with her boyfriend in college who turned out to be a chef, they, you know, <laughs> she would only, she would only have sexual intercourse with him if she could disassociate and watch the TV show Greek. So I was like, have you ever made love during home alone? And I know this is a family show. So that's why I'm using the words like make love and things like that. Cause I don't want to, oh, I'm not because he's doing it to oh it is oof. it's is like your, you know, is your shirt is your shirt getting more wetter like what's it? i was gonna say i should put it on my vagina because then it would oh, like oh annabelle this is what i'm talking about make, this is oh, what we can't say those kind of words it's the ml word is like it's that called is, pussy it is the Cause he's doing that. Term. The ML word is make love you guys. And that's how, oh. that's how it's not sex. you got to make like love nails on a chalkboard to me. It is not it, unless you lose lubrication. Like that's where that comes into play. Uh, Dame products, folks use my code oh. so bad at checkout. Um, uh, but no, you've never, you've never like hooked up during home alone. Have you? Um, no, I really was horny watching it today. Um, but no. sadly, no, wait. no, I, that's wait, 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 wait. it's like horny. It's like wait, 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 for the older man character, horn. not for the younger character. You were like Uncle Frank or something like that. That's you were turned on by. The oh, no, character. I was talking about no, the um, old man Marley. Yeah, old man Marley. That's what I meant. Old man Marley. Yeah. No, I was just like, let's get back to the star of the movie, old man Marley. Which, like, as a kid, I just—I mean, like, I remember—I remembered very few things about this movie besides, like, every obviously like, everyone knows, like the like scream face, but um, and also I, like the, the title gives it away. He's home alone. Well, like that was I didn't get I didn't really connect to that part till I was like halfway into the movie, and I'm like, ah, now I see like where the title comes in. Um, not after they said it 50 times. Um, but when I like, I guess when I was like, young, like I thought he was like a homeless man or something, or like a, a person who was like forced to like shovel like the snow or whatever. I just remember there being like an old man, like outside <laughs> like in the snow that they didn't like. And then there was like, a gross <laughs> kitchen scene and a tarantula. And that's all I wait, remember. Wait, 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 wait. A gross kit. Are you talking about the gross kitchen scene where he attacks the burglars? No, with the pizza and the milk. The milk seems oh. fucking disgusting. Oh, yeah, you got... Wait, are you talking about when he, like, orders a nice cheese pizza and he has a big glass of milk for himself and then it also yes. he has a macaroni That dinner. is more disturbing to me than the tarantula scene. I'd rather have a fucking tarantula on me than drink milk and gin. I'm not in a... Ugh. Oh, my, that's... My parents... Oh. Dude, my parents... Oh. this, My parents on the Patreon uh, holiday oh. special this weekend said... They, they on their first date they both drank a glass of milk and I was like that is fucking Mormon I was like that is disgusting I was like you couldn't even because my mom wasn't like didn't drink back then and uh, that certainly stopped and uh, no she but they both drank milk and I was like that's disgusting like a dinner date milk oh that's I was like why didn't you drink a soda and they were like we don't know oh I know if I was a 
if I went on a date with a guy and he ordered milk, I'd be like, okay, Mike Pence, I'm good. I'm going to peace out. Like, by the way, by the way, I'm like, I'm like, uh, that milk's disgusting. As I bring up a two liter of diet Coke to my, a goblet of diet Coke. Um, so that's disgusting. But as a kid though, that's what you're, when we were I raised as the, I still have now. I, Oh my God. Now I really want it. Cause like I'm behind on everything, including my Patreon. I still haven't watched like the last three episodes of like, so like, I'm literally, I'm behind on everything. Um, well, Home Alone's not a TV show. What are you talking about? What, I'm, behind, three episodes? Like, oh, I'm behind on like, Leak? not only on Patreon, but. Um, oh, I thought you meant TV watched, shows. Like, the last three episodes of like Salt Lake City and I haven't gotten to see Miami. Like I'm behind on like everything. What so, are like, you doing and watching? Is it all time with the horses and your job? Like, what are we doing? And, um, and by the way, tell me your, tell me your family's holiday traditions because you were telling me what we do for Christmas and Hanukkah is about to come up. We have Kwanzaa, we have Christmas. You guys celebrate Christmas or what is your, what is, what do you normally do during the holidays? This is not a joke question. Um, no, we celebrate Christmas. I just, when you asked if I had a Santa hat I could put on, I wanted to be like, Oh, Oh dear Ryan. No, no, no. Um, we've always been allowed to celebrate Christmas. Like it's always been like celebrated in my house. Um, but Nancy has a very particular, um, style of Christmas. What's the style? Um, we are, uh, (laughs) We we don't have any Santas or like Rudolphs or like snowmen. Um, it's you all mean in like, terms of decorations. Yeah, and yeah. Um, Do you have nutcrackers? We have nutcrackers. Yes. Sure. With, oh my god. Okay. Can I? Oh. Okay. I need to go down upstairs and get my um get my thing to show you. <laughs> no, I mean it's a, it's we'll take a break in like uh, thirty minutes and you can we, okay, we we've got a long right, road to go. I'll we've got a long road to and, go. Okay. Um. Yeah, so we're allowed nutcrackers, but we're not allowed like any wrapping paper with words on it. Why? Or um, she is she is she illiterate like R. Kelly? (laughs) No, R. Kelly. That's he's famous for not being able to read and for peeing on. I mean, I was gonna say it's. I mean, is Nancy a fantastic singer? Yes. Does she love peeing on children? Yes. But no, she does not have that in common with R. Kelly or Leo. So wait, why no words on the wrapping paper? When did um, that become a thing? He's very much into, and I, when I say this, I don't want you to think, dear listener, that I'm saying that you're not having an elegant Christmas by having <laughs> words. But she um, is, she's like, because that's how her family like raised her, like her, like my grandma. Um, so she, uh, it's a very kind of like, elegant christmas where like where like we don't have any like reds or greens really. she know you're upstairs in your bedroom and like all wet clothing and you're talking about an <laughs> elegant christmas like what are you talking about <laughs> what the fuck like what are you are you out of your mind like an elegant christmas does she even do you are you allowed to walk around her until christmas time like do you just hide from her an elegant christmas what are you out of your mind <laughs> elegant the uh, annabelle literally could be doing like a home alone bit like i've never really seen her parents on the show like i've never like they don't wander in it's always like a home like this could be home alone the parents by the way they could be like mummified in the basement and it's like a psycho it's situation like a, like she's like, or... i know mom no no words on the wrapping paper i got it mom i'm elegant just like you always wanted <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> By the way, this could be a Home Alone sequel because you know that kid's going to grow up where he gets attracted. Like, it's like a, a happier Dexter where he only gets turned <laughs> on by like getting burglars, like like getting taking burglars. You know, he's down. like, I didn't realize he's like a Disney Channel version of like Jigsaw because there was, the yeah. one I like, he could go to the police at any time. He's like, no, I want to torture these men. <laughs> and by the way, as a kid, those are like really cool. But as an adult, you're like, this kid's a psycho, man. Like yeah, the way the way his mind works. And in the second one, it gets even worse where I'm like, these dudes, there's no way their backs would not be broken because had any section. And thankfully, this is like a funny comedy for the family. But I'm like, and normally one of these guys would have just died, like would have just died on the spot. Like we like he would have impaled himself or something. And like. I just thank God for that character that none of these old, I mean, even though they're criminals, they still shouldn't have died by the hands of a child. And any second I was like, each time I was like, Oh, their back had to have been broken, but they were so that, and the criminals, they were so good spirited about getting hurt so badly by this kid in both movies. And that's what just hats off to criminals out there who put up with a lot of shit around the holidays. They had a lot. Yeah. They took everything like with like, like they had such a good sense of humor about it. Like they were yes. just very like casual and cool and very like go with the like you can definitely tell that they either do like they're, yogurt, fun, they're, fun they're criminals. like in the moment and they're like I'm not gonna hold on to resentment like you have to live in the now and that already happened and now I'm here and I'm making the yes. best. Of that's, like, and, and that's why you need to watch the second movie because they they escape. No, a spoiler: they escape nine months after they go to pr- back to prison at the <laughs> end of Home Alone, and they're in New York and they're like fresh start. Hey, Marv, you smell that? And they're in a dead fish truck. He's like, fresh start, huh? And Marv's like, wait, well, he goes, what, do you, what does that smell like? And he's like, dead fish, Harry. And he's like, no, it's a fresh start. And then Marv's like, and eh, dead fish. No, it's a fresh start. And they're but like, they're so good natured about their lot in life. But also at no point do they ever, I, I was hoping in the sequel, they would have tried to rehab them in prison. Like, you know, I, that would have been a fun story to see what their prison life was like. And if they had tried to better themselves I, at all. Or if like they had sent them to one of, um, aren't they like, are they the prisons like in China? Where, which are the prisons like where those like, where the inmates like learn the thriller dance and like they all do like really. Big- oh yeah. That, she's not joking. There are, uh, I think it, uh, gosh, I'm going to get this wrong. I don't want to offend anybody. I think maybe Ty- Taiwan maybe, but they did. They learned the whole prison learned the thriller dance and it went viral like 12 years ago or something. It looks and they, so much fun. Oh, it was li- literally like, let me kill somebody right now. Cause th- that's what I said. I had somebody that went to prison. Listen, you get a show. hot and a cot and you oh. learn to dance i'm sorry if i could have my drago or dragon or however i say this pronounce it I had a girl on the show last week that had went to prison to danbury for two years and she said like you know like listen it's tough but I had a guest on that went to Danbury prison where Jen Shaw's probably going to go last week on the show. And I'm still thinking about it because she gave all like, like she told like what it was like. She's like, yeah, we had parties, we had birthday parties, we had decorations. She's like, we would have like homemade makeup. Like you could lay out, but you'd be laying around around goose poop. Like it was like kind of fascinating prison life. And there was, but here's the drawback. Cause I was like, do you have a TV in your cell? She's like, no, there's one TV for the cell unit. And that's where I was like out. Cause you all have to agree on what to watch and i'm just not that kind of person that would fight for what i want to watch so i would end up probably watching something stupid i don't want to watch but if they this is where prison could get me if they could make it no like it if they could make it this is prison if you're listening 
If you want old, if you want old, if you want old, if you want old Ryan Bailey in there, this is what we got to get. I don't need a big TV, but a TV and internet access. That's it. That's all I need. I'll take care of the rest. You know, like I'll put the books on my iPad and stuff, but like, think about that. Now is my favorite part of the show where I get to talk about our sponsors, and we have two amazing ones today. Uh, So Bad It's Good this week is sponsored by Rocket Money. Now, Rocket Money is actually a product that I use, and it is really cool. They've been with us once before, and okay, so they used to be called uh, a company called Truebill, uh, and now they are known as Rocket Money. And this is great. So are you wasting money on subscriptions? 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. I've been trying to clear up space on my phone because I've been telling you I'm out of space and I've been deleting all of these apps and I didn't realize how many subscriptions I have to things that I had completely forgotten about. And that's where Rocket Money comes into play. So maybe for you, it's an unused Amazon Prime account or a Hulu account that never gets streamed. So there's this great app that I'm using now that helps me track all of my expenses and because of it, I'm going to no longer waste money on subscriptions I don't even use. And That's what I was just talking about. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. Do you know how much money your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around uh, 80 bucks a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200 plus dollars. That's right. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. So there's, there's this app that I'm using once again called Rocket Money, and it solves all of these problems for you. This app shows all your subscriptions in one place and then cancels for you whatever you don't still want. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. They do this, folks. They truly do double charge you sometimes. So to cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press, and I know this is going to sound hard for you guys, you just have to press cancel on the Rocket Money app. It takes care of the rest. So get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash so bad. Seriously, it could save you hundreds of dollars per year. Uh, That's rocketmoney.com slash so bad. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now. One more time. Say it with me, rocketmoney.com slash so bad. Go check this out. I really do think it's an amazing product and it does help the show when you go check these things out. Go try it. Why not? Like it really does. It actually does work. So I, I am a total believer in this, in this product. Also, as well as my next product, you guys know how much I geek out about this company. I have talked about this company on the show now a couple times, and it bought, like I'm so excited that they're a sponsor, uh, Masterclass. Masterclass is with us once again, and Masterclass is truly, I think, one of the best gifts you could give somebody, but also one of the best last-minute gifts you could give somebody. I'm actually getting this for my dad, one of one of his gifts for the holidays. I cannot stress what a special product masterclass is. These are classes taught by world-renowned people in their field. You can learn from the world's best artists, icons, and leaders anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. So you can learn from Kris Jenner. Yeah, the one and only Kris Jenner, who I talk about all the time. Kris Jenner teaches a class called On the Power of Personal Branding. And it is truly incredible, folks. I was talking about this when they showed it on the Kardashians this season. 
Um, but it is really, I'm going to get into it in a second, all the different classes she has within her, uh, her masterclass. It is just truly awesome, but they also have over 180 classes from a range uh, from a range of world-class instructors. You know, that thing you've always wanted to do, it's closer than you think. And masterclass is truly here to help my masterclass experience. Now I have about 10 classes in my queue right now. Uh, everyone from Steve Martin to Judd Apatow to Werner Herzog to Bob Iger, the head of Disney. I mean, you really have a front row seat. To the, I mean, the Duffer brothers who did stranger things. You have so many amazing people. You have Doris Kearns Goodwin, who is one of my favorite, favorite, uh, political historian writers out there, she does a class on masterclass. And it's uh, so Chris Jenner, let me tell you, I'm taking that one right now. And within her lesson, within her class, there are 12 classes within that masterclass. And there are titles like um, keeping up with the Kardashians, how it started, consider your target audience, social media, owning it. Come on, Lisa Reno, we love it. Uh, there's a class visual storytelling that Chris teaches. Uh, monetize your brand. I mean, listen, this hits me in the pop culture feels completely, but also this is somebody that really does know their stuff. I would give anything to learn from Chris Jenner, and I actually have a front row seat to do it through Masterclass. Um, so I'm going to actually probably be doing a Patreon on Masterclass because I think the Chris Jenner one especially is so cool to talk about because there's so many little nuggets within. And remember, Chloe even shows up and she gets interviewed at the end on a huge 45-minute interview at the very end of this Masterclass as well. Um, and you can stop and start at any time. Remember that. You don't have to do this all at once. You can stop and start. Like I said, there's so many lessons. And this thing, it's like... You're just given all of this knowledge and the freedom to poke around and learn from the greats. I mean, that really is one of the coolest gifts you could give someone. I really think this is the best gift. And like I said, last minute gift too, that you can sign up your friend, your family member, even yourself at a moment's notice. And you can start learning that day. Chris Jenner for me was a perfect place to start because it kind of focused on a lot of the things that I'm trying to do. It's like she teaches about finding and defining your personal brand, uh, like identify, target, and connect with your audience, which I'm trying to do on a daily basis, monetizing your brand through social media, which I try to do with the Instagram, uh, create a brand that's honest and successful, um, getting ahead with social media hacks, uh, delivering consistent content that viewers will love, um, and how to generate maximum likes, comments, and engagement. These are things that Kris Jenner thinks about. And you're, of course, obviously, right? They're the Kardashians. Um, and I think it's awesome because you're learning from someone that is a proven successful entrepreneur. Um, a lot of these things are antidotal. She's telling stories about her career. And i that's the thing that, like, as a pop culture historian, I love to hear that. I love to hear personal stories. Uh, this is the one I started with, and I think it's a perfect one. But like I said, I'm going next to Steve Martin's. And I'm so, you know, I'm a Steve Martin just geek. And let me just take you to his. This is how quick you can get to theirs. Um, you just go to your library. I have it in here. You type in the old uh, Steve Martin, and it pops right up. Steve Martin, of course, teaches comedy. And you, there's even a class guide you, uh, you open up with supplemental materials for Steve Martin's comedy course. And there is 25 classes 
within his masterclass. I am geeking out just looking at all of these. He teaches story techniques, screenwriting case study, Roxanne, he uses the movie Roxanne, editing, uh, writing case study, meteor shower, which I don't even know what that means, but it sounds exciting. Steve's comedic inspirations. Listen, this is just, I mean, this is, I was so excited when I got them as a sponsor because I just wanted to do all of these classes. So it was like my dream. So I'm hoping some of you guys feel the same way because you really, really should. I highly recommend you check it out. This holiday, give the perfect gift of an annual Masterclass membership and get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash so bad today. That's masterclass.com slash so bad terms apply. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. I'm really impressed that you like read books, Ryan. Okay, we got I'm it. already stressed out about the cell visits. Like, do I, like, because I... Sometimes like maybe I'm in here and I don't want to see anybody. Maybe I just want to like uh, like Howard Hughes it in here, you know. Anyways, <laughs> back to back to the elegant. This is so um, after I'm elegant sorry. holiday plates, a holiday paper. Can I can I ask you real quick? I like that just when you're like, I'm I probably end up watching something stupid. Considering the stuff that you do watch, yeah, what yeah. do you consider a stupid show? Like, what okay, I'll tell, that's, that's a great that's stupid. a great question. That's a great question. I. Stuff and and no offense to you guys out there, you seem to really enjoy it. But stuff like NCIS. Listen, if they're already having disgusting stuff, stuff. Christmases that have red and green and Santas and snowman and Rudolph, listen, they're fine. They're already well. Like NCIS oh. is painful for me. Like I've like I've watched like those around families before. Like NCIS, any kind of like I love teen shows, but like NCIS, CSI, 
here and I will admit do, something do right now. Teen shows or a teen? No, I like, I like, 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 I like the like the OC was great. Beverly Hills 90210. You love teens. Of, I love love. Hey, that's a pull quote here, you guys. You're, if you're, trying, to pull audio, you're, if you're like, trying to pull audio to get me in trouble. I love teens, <laughs> but what I what I'm saying is like those those procedural shows, guys. I've never seen an episode of Law and Order, and I hear it's amazing, but they have like eight seasons of it. But dun dun. But like those serialized shows, like I like it on HBO. Like, do you get cable in prison? That's the other question I forgot to ask. Like, do you get HBO Max? Is there streaming? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I think that's the thing that would frustrate me most about being in prison. Besides the whole freedom thing is just the lack of being able to watch what I want to watch. Yeah. It would be the not having pets for me part. Like, that would be it. No, she said you're allowed to have two pets. Uh, what? In there. Yeah, horses, pigs, anything. Yeah. No, no, God, no. I was going to no. say, I'm like, oh, I'm listening. Yeah. Tell I'm me more listen. prison. Yeah, wait a sec. Yeah. No, the full, but you're allowed to have a car. Uh, it's allowed, parked right outside your cell unit. I was going to say, and- I'm like, I literally live probably like, I like many years where it's like, people would be like, oh, you're like really good about your house arrest. Like your parole officer must be thrilled. Like they never have to go looking for you. Like you stick like very close to like protocol and like, oh no, I'm under voluntary house arrest. Cause that's what manic depression does. Yeah. Anyway, you've been <laughs> in house arrest for a while now, by the way, I do enjoy a good house arrest. Like I, I that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes like a life of like, I, we're obviously teasing, but also there is things attractive about just not going out at all? Like there is like, by the way, do you There's get just some things attractive about it? Um... <laughs> I, so I have a friend that was inviting me to go do things and I'm just like, I don't want to leave <laughs> at all. Like I want to not leave ever. Um, uh, okay, wait. So back to the wrapping paper. Why is it not elegant <laughs> to have words on the wrapping paper? It Why is, is it not elegant? elegant. And Nancy is that they like she's absolutely insane so it's like clearly it's like one of these is not like the one of these things is not like the other we're not like anyone else so it's not like everyone else is wrong we're the right classy ones it's like listen there are words and santa's all over fucking the chris jenner's like christmas party yeah so it's like we're not the ones who are like oh how fancy we are with like our pinky up yeah yeah yeah. like christmas in the hamptons no i'm disgusting clearly i'm in a wet shirt and just finally put sheets on my bed by the way, we've been going for like 40 minutes, has not dried yet at all. It's still the same. No, amount. I'm still it's, very much it's still very wet. Yeah. But can you tell? Do I sound more confident? It is my power color. Do you see I'm really yeah. doing well? It is, it is very powerful so far. Um, wait, so if I sent Nancy, so I now I kind of want to send your mom a gift with wrapping paper of all words, like just like uh, the most words ever. My friend. Would she would she be like, would she be like, oh my god, trash? This is such a trashy man. My friend uh, in college one time, she brought over a gift for my family because she was like over there. Like she was like over all the time. Um, And so first Christmas. Wait, 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 wait. Let's explore that a little more. Why was she over all the time? Is there, uh, what's the relationship there? It was, you know, like when you have like a friend who's... (laughs) (laughs) who's inside of you and then um, (laughs) (laughs) okay so everyone has that friend or maybe you are that yes no no i know you're about to be that friend very soon uh 
around here, um, where they have like not a great like relationship like with their home or like their like. I their totally, I know actually I totally know like you know? we were the home for a lot of those friends. So like we were that house. Yeah. So like she brought over a gift for my parents and she wrapped it as a normal person would in regular Christmas wrapping paper. And Nancy was like, Oh, this was so thoughtful of you. Thank you. And then after she left, she's like, put this behind the tree. Like she was like, not letting it be in the like thing. She's like, you have to hide this. Hide it. Hide it. <laughs> Do not let your dad see the words. Don't um, let your dad see the words on this wrapping RJ paper. doesn't give a fuck. Literally the, it could be on like the present could be on fire and he's like as long as the cats don't get by it like he'd be fine he doesn't give a shit like he he does not care nancy is very committed to a theme uh into a like uh yeah just as uh, just is it, a, what's the theme is it like sadness what is the theme that's um yeah i don't know if like can if a theme is lifelong is it really a theme or is that just like <laughs> <laughs> your life I the don't way know. it is it's the theme way it goes sounds so, like yeah. particular of like oh the theme is this oh it's just your entire being dude it's my like- mom got so pissed at like I I don't know if I said well because when I I was so Thanksgiving I said on the podcast I said it looked and my parents were on and I said it looks like Thanksgiving threw up all over this house and to me that meant like there was just a lot of Thanksgiving decorations and I, I meant it as a compliment my mom has brought it up 10 times since of like, you better not say anything about our house looking like uh, Christmas <laughs> threw up all over it. I go, mom, that's like a, it's a, I mean, I know what she gets, she means, but I meant it as a, like, it, it's so to me, that's just how I speak. It's like so festive, everything. Like she has like, she has Santa placemat. She has nutcrackers everywhere. And, we, and she, it's a small house, but it looks beautiful. But it, it it's just, it's, there's a, there's a way she likes it. And by the way, there's no pressure, but my mom said, she's like, we're going to have the best Christmas this year ever. And it came off very threatening. And like, cause there's like some medical, <laughs> there's medical issues involved. So now there's all of like this added pressure of like, we got to make be the this best Christmas the ever, yeah. or it will be Krampus. There yeah. is no other, yeah, it is the, one or well, the that, other baby so boy. I was like, like, it so is. I'm sitting there going like, do I have to be like, yeah, like the whole, like once the, once the 20th hits, am I like, Woo! Fun! Like, am I just like, am I over? Am I doing a Lisa Rinna overperformance act this entire holiday to show how much <laughs> fucking fun I'm having? Like, like uh, uh, Clark Griswold in Christmas Vacation of like, like I want to be singing zippity doo dah. And then when he's like freaking out and he's drinking the eggnog, he's like, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. It's good. I've never seen Christmas Vacation. I've never seen Christmas Vacation. I've never seen a Christmas. Is it? the christmas story what's the one with like christmas story with the you'll shoot your eye out yeah and there's like a a, a viva dresser like leg lamp and like he's stuck to a pole or something yeah i know what the fuck annabelle like there's a chance you could be in prison already what the fuck like honestly (laughs) these aren't hard movies these aren't like you would love these movies. <laughs> Christmas Vacation like, is a like, classic. Yeah, these aren't hard movies. They're not like the earnest movies. I, these I, are actually easy to understand. Yeah. You'd be able to get this. Remember when you tried to watch Thor and you enjoyed it? Come on. These are, you can do this. That is one of the best movies I've seen in the past See, see that's what years. I'm saying. Because it's one of the only movies you've seen in the last five years. If you would open up your mind a little bit, you could be watching these easy to understand movies and love <laughs> having the time of your life. Like you could literally be having the time of your life watching these movies. Have you watched the Santa Claus with Tim Allen? No. 
I've seen parts of it. Like I've seen him at the, uh, I've seen him at the doctor. Parts of it. Oh, because you, you would get so turned on. You would would make love. You would start the movie and then make love to somebody during the movie. So you would miss out on huge chunks of it. Is that what you're saying? Wait, how do you watch parts of the Santa Claus? I've just seen like the part of, of like, it's, I don't know. It's just like parts that everyone has seen of things. <laughs> Wait, you guys know when they do that TV show where they just show you parts where they of show things? things, you know, hey, like, here's a part of his Santa Claus. Yeah, enjoy. You know, I've never seen the movie seven, but I know that what's in the box, like that part, like, you know, like, what? What you know? By the way, <laughs> Annabelle just made the end of seven sound so fun. What's in the box? Come on, buddy. What's in that box? Is it's it a not- gift? you guys but if you, you it, just no. gave away fucking seven you just spoiled it dude oh i mean i know it's a new release i should have at least <laughs> by the way by the way to annabelle everything's a new release like there's not an old re- there's no classic movies for annabelle because she's seen nothing except for the movies we've done on the show so it's just like did you guys know about this avatar the technology's amazing they're all these blue little people big people big people we have you seen avatar I'm like Brendan. No, have, wait. Have you seen? No, no. And I. That's on a that that's. But that's in a vendetta basis. Like that's on wait, a. What's a movie that you're like? I'm going to go see that, and you went and saw it. Like, has there been any? Do you go to movie theaters at all anymore? Um, I tr- I don't know. I don't remember the last. No, I think no. The last movie I think I saw in theaters was <laughs> Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> did you understand it <laughs> no she's like nope i sure didn't <laughs> i'm like you know what i that's pre-pandemic yeah you're you're right uh-huh that's accurate. that's the last time you visited a movie theater i'm like you're i'm or- trying to think of like i i can't remember a another movie theater going experience after get out do your i mean do your horses ever be like i don't think this is working out annabelle like you oh know, yeah we, we've sure had a lot of fun they had free will like just like my cats and i'm like i i'm sure that they're like listen she saved us from the gas chamber we'd prefer to go back she believes in freedom of choice like this is worse for my us theory is annabelle is living literally the britney and i i have like it's like this uh, this is my theory there this, there's like a britney spears instagram vibe about annabelle where she might not even be in aiken georgia there might not even be a horse like i'm gonna go back and look at these instagram pictures later and see what level of fo- uh, photoshop is in these <laughs> there might not even be horses you guys she still in los angeles there's like not even she's like no she's like literally she's in la and has been forever i've ne- like i'm saying now it's starting to add up and i also have a yeah. feeling well once ryan had been into my apartment so many times i'm like oh i have to- i can't say i live here anymore <laughs> by the way she used to have a crystal farm on her balcony you guys where it was like every cool crystal like that like had magical powers or something was out there and the first time i met annabelle and over podcast like like it was like the first three-hour podcast i did with annabelle for her show <laughs> and it was like she didn't feed me anything there was no snack she goes hey do you want something to drink she goes i've just started drinking recently and she poured like she poured me like this is like uh just straight vodka with a like some like somewhat and she goes oh there's some cranberry i guess and there was not <laughs> in, like no she didn't even put ice in it and i was like 
oh shit. Like I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I was like, and I was so intimidated to be in Annabelle's presence. And then I was like, wait, what's going on here? And then like in the, I can't explain to you the level of disappointment of Ryan's face when he came over because like I didn't even a snack and he was like snack tray. There's not a um hey. Well, <laughs> the, the level of disappointment of like Ryan's confusion of my appearance and then just the lack of appearance of food was very much like listen I'm a big guy I need I remember going out out there and like I swear to I shit you not I went to the 7-Eleven that's close to where Annabelle used to live and I think I got like a oh this is so sad like a 7-Eleven sandwich or something like it was like so gross okay well that's because I was on my food program which god I fucking wish I had here because I'm a I'm a binge eater and so like even if I have like healthy food like even if like go get healthy food I'm like no it doesn't matter if I spend fucking $150 on healthy food because I'm gonna go home and eat $150 same day I stress it oh dude I stress I woke up in the middle of the night the other night and stress ate a whole thing of spaghetti like, like, you know, I, like, we're like, 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 we're like it, that you, you guys don't get it. Like, sometimes I'll be so stressed out and I haven't done this in a long time. It really scared me where I was like, I woke up and I was like, gotta go eat that spaghetti. And like, didn't even like my mind didn't even think anything other than eat that spaghetti. And then I was just in the fridge, just got like, just shoveling it in my mouth. And then I was like, okay, I ate the spaghetti. And then I went back to sleep there. And then in the next morning, you're, you're back to, you're like, what the fuck happened last night? Like, you're like, holy like- sh- I wasn't even drunk. Like. You have eaten that stuff and it's like, you didn't even get to enjoy it. You now have all the calories, but you You don't even have like the memory of it. It's like, like, I don't know. Like if you black out, like sleeping, like with like, I just, I don't know who you like, I was going to say, I'm like, (laughs) consider Kim Kardashian one of like the like sexiest, like most beautiful people in the world. And so it's like, so I don't know who, like, I guess like if you, it's like, if you slept with Lisa Renna and then the next day you got to have it, but you had like no memory of it to be able to sleep with like one of the most beautiful, talented women in the world. But it's like, you got to have that experience, but it's like, you don't even remember it. It's like, you had all of that and you'd like, yeah, like, like it would be, it's so much better to enjoy spaghetti when you're cognizant. Like, but then that's not the way my, my body, like for some reason, like I'm a huge sleep eater. Like when I, like when, yes. when and Chloe and Lamar were together and Lamar's like, I sleep eat candy. And then that's when like Kim was like, I can smell he has a cavity. And I'm like, why don't, why didn't we go back to this cavity? <laughs> Dude, oh my God. So at my parents' house, like, and it's the worst because my parents' house, you guys, my dad keeps the, there's like an outside fridge where they keep like water, like cold water and like extra like meat in the freezer and stuff. And, you know, they'll, they'll have like soda for me or Connor or Addison, my niece and nephew, but the bottom drawer of the fridge is all bags of Halloween candy that my dad, like my dad's like, and so the kid and the kids get to grab a couple, but like when I'm there, like late at night though, I'll go like, cause the main frit, like how it works now is that my mom sleeps in this, ch- I told you guys this, my mom sleeps in the chair in the main room because of her surgery. And my dad sleeps out on the couch in the living room. And it's a very small place. The couch in the living room though, the kitchen is right there. It's an open floor plan. So I can't go to the fridge because my dad's on the couch. So I'll go to the outside fridge where the candy is. And I'm not even a big candy guy, but I'm a big abuse my body with food guy. And so I'll grab just handfuls of candy and then the next morning i'll just wake up with like 
fucking peanut butter wrappers around me and then it'll be like it, it's like a murder scene where i'm like i gotta fucking hide like, the evidence i gotta fucking hide the evidence i'm like what did i do yeah. <laughs> no it's like you're like, uh, uh, you're like it's like waking up and it's just like chocolate over my head like oh not again and i don't even like chocolate i don't even like it by the way, this is by the, way, yeah, the reason we're saying this is Home Alone. Macaulay does battle uh, ED, so this is why this does uh, fit into yes, the movie. He, I mean, so. it's really sad. He battles like not only erectile dysfunction, but also he eats pretty badly. Yeah, and he does it, no, but at the well, that's a lesson of Home Alone. He starts eating better during it when he realizes that his parents that he's wished his parents have been gone for like he wished his parents to go away and he thinks in that little dumb kid mind of his that he wished the parents away when in reality the parents just are ignorant and like really shouldn't have as many kids as they do i mean this is a huge wake-up call for people like octomom john and kate plus eight all of those things because these kids like if you can't if you can't make sure all your kids are on the plane maybe you should have less kids fucking wrap it up like just i don't know do like five kids that's disgusting that's a lot that's excessive i think you have uncle frank and and the aunt's kids which by the way one of them is kiernan culkin macaulay culkin's brother who grew up to be the amazing actor kiernan culkin from succession and all those great movies but he's so cute in this and he wets the bed in this movie a lot and as a fellow bedwetter i was like i see you like finally like I, see I literally you, you know? was watching this and I was thinking of, I was like, I'm going to ask Ryan if he was a bedwetter because I Wait, I told you this. I Oh, dude, I told you I, this. I've told you. I've, I thought I've, I thought we've had long conversations about wet bedwetting. But I mean, like, yes, but I, I know you did. But like, I'm talking about, did you wet the bed as like also a child? Like. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. In fact. Uh, I did. And I, I think I, I had my mom, I remember this, they tried to help me battle my, um, the two stories about my bedwetting was that they got me this machine. They, they got themselves this machine from Sears, where it was like a piece of pl- like plastic that you put under the sheets. And once a drop of wetness hit that sheet, an alarm would go, bam, 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 bam. Are you serious? I'm 100% serious. I'm, I'm in fact, well, yeah, I'm a thousand percent serious. And they would put it up on this folding chair in the corner of my room, the little, the box, I remember. Like a and security it was, alarm? Like, like. So it's supposed to wake the kid up when it starts bedwetting. So it's like, oh shit, because it's all about training your body to like, not, you know, I don't, I don't know what, anyways. So I would, that was one thing. And then when I got invited to my first slumber party, this is my Macaulay Culkin home alone story. This is how kids think. This is how Macaulay Culkin thinks. I was like, I really want to go to the slumber party, but I do have a bedwetting issue. How do I fix this? And I was like trying to think of like ways. Cause I was like, I could stay up all night, but I've never done that before. I don't think I, I'll do it. Like, I don't think I'll be able to stay up all night. So then I was like, just in case this is what I'm going to do. And I took my dad's, um, I took a roll of scotch tape and I taped the whole of my penis, the urethra, and I taped the hole up. So I was like, no way P can get out of this if I've wrapped it up in scotch tape. Like I was like, there's just no way. And so then I was like, okay, I can fall asleep now. 
And of course I wet the bed and you guess what? The scotch tape comes right off. Like it did not do it. It did not stop a damn thing. I thought it was like, I, what, an, what an idiot little kid like Macaulay Culkin. I was, and I was like, Oh yeah. Then the water will just back up until I wake up in the morning and take the scotch tape off. And then the pee will come out. There are a million questions I now have about this. I would say probably the first um, and biggest one is, have you left that as an Amazon review for Scotch tape? Because I think that is very important. That's a genius <laughs> idea. May I speak to the people at Scotch tape? There's a there's an eight year old boy that's an Amazon. There's an eight year old boy that's never this tape. Uh, is it strong enough to tape up a urethra? <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, there's one other one, too. When I was in uh, Cub Scouts going into Boy Scouts. Taped your penis, Ryan. No, 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 this wasn't a taping. Like, So it was a seven-day camp, and I was fucking, like, this is the tail end of the bedwetting, but I was like, fuck. And the first six nights, no bedwetting. And I was like, I'm, I'm home free. Seventh night, I wake up, fucking wet the cot. And it was a cot. So you're like, caught sleeping bag you're in there with somebody else i'm in there with my neighbor patrick mulcahy and he gets up and i realized i went and then i get up and i'm like okay maybe it just got into the sleeping bag but it soaked through the sleeping bag and the cot was like this dark green kind of like your power color and that's why it triggers me so much i've literally <laughs> pissed myself three times since we've been podcasting and i it 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 so there there was a big wet spot and so in my brilliant head i go okay i can fix this and I went and got my canteen and I filled, I kept filling it with water and I got the whole <laughs> cot, I got the whole cot wet. So it would match the colors, <laughs> it would match the color of the cot. <laughs> Those are all like, like dead, deadly. I was so, that's what I feel like I've lived my life in so much shame. Like in, there's so much like, and now as you get older, you guys, I don't know if this is for women as well, but like now it's like you wake up and you're like, oh, I got to pee so bad, but I, I just want to, I don't want to get up and go to, you know, and you just hope you can fall back asleep immediately, you know, without having to get up and like ruin that sleep pattern. But yeah. it's like uh, now as you get older, it's like, and I hear this happens when you get older, it's like, you always have to pee at night. Like you always have to. And it's like, so you just hope that you can get REM enough sleep where when you wake up, you can feel that you have to pee and then go right back to sleep. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Or if you are, you know, lucky enough and confident enough, if you do like a live stream or an OnlyFans and it's like, there is definitely like a group who wants to see that. Of, <laughs> like, and then you, you I've never, like, I've never, I, I've never peed on a girl. I never. mean, it's just like, it's so sad that you live like such like a sheltered, judgmental, non-elegant Christmas life. No, I'm not you can tell you're not a classy Christmas person is that you haven't peed on. <laughs> My one Christmas wish this year is that I get better with uh, people when they request me to pee on them. No, I've never done. I know I have friends. I have friends, girls and what guys. What Patreon done level that. is that going to be? There's a thousand dollar level. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. Nancy and I are both separate Patreon members. <laughs> well, yeah, by the way, there is a jar of warm piss coming uh, Nancy's way <laughs> with the uh, uh, writing on the wrapping paper. Well, no, back to, your, back to your holiday, though. What is your Christmas tradition, like Christmas Eve tradition? What do you do? Like, and do you guys get each other gifts? Like, how does it, do you wake up in the morning and go like, Santa's here? 
Um, yeah, like, no, we like, we do like gifts and everything. What did um, you ask for this year? Nothing. You still make a Christmas list? No. You don't? Do you no. already know what you got? You probably uh, do. No, I didn't ask. Nancy's for- like, I guess I'll get you this. No, I didn't ask for, like, I didn't ask for anything because, like, I, if, if I was in LA right now, it would be like, dip. I, I, I would ask for like a, I know, like a dumb like purse or something. I know, but there's nothing like I really like. I have, I don't know. No, are you about to say you I asked have- for like peace in the world or something like that? What are you? No, I asked for the opposite, and so far that <laughs> wishes yeah, yeah. true. So, well, no, what, um, I mean, what what did you get for your parents? Um, the gift of my presence, which you is didn't get, you didn't wish. get them anything, did you? You didn't get them anything. They don't. RJ doesn't like the thing. Is it's like most dad gifts or whatever. Like what? Like RJ doesn't golf. RJ doesn't drink beer. Like R. Like. RJ doesn't watch sports. Like I've never. RJ collects collects cars. You can get him something for the car. Like, but he doesn't like RJ doesn't like any like clutter or. Like, you better get that man something. Like, if you don't get him a Christmas gift, I, I will be is, very upset like, at you. He like everything we've ever gotten him through my entire life. I literally I could go into his closet rewrap it and give it to him. He would have no idea because he. Keeps well, then do that. Get, make like, sure he knows like, he's loved. Like Make sure he knows he's train, like toy train collectors for everything we've ever given him is still like in the package. He's like, well, I don't want to take it out and ruin it. I'm like, but it's not like you're not like going to like Comic-Con resell it. Like, it's, it's, like he's just, <laughs> anything he like keeps in the box, like at like. RJ doesn't wear like t-shirts. Like RJ isn't like a regular person. Like RJ's not like a regular dad. You're li- this is exactly what yeah. RJ isn't even real, you guys. RJ doesn't even <laughs> RJ's been dead for a long time, you guys. You got me to admit it. You got me to admit it. They're like, knock, knock. Annabelle, time for your 3 p.m. pills. Annabelle, open up. That's why I barricade myself here. By the way, usually I used to see cats like roaming around in the background. I haven't seen one cat this session. I'm like worried that no, I'm so worried that everybody's gone like <laughs> this is truly a home alone this is like this is i don't i believe you are by yourself your parents are in paris <laughs> um so you don't have any christmas traditions no i mean like yeah there's nothing like that we do every like every like, does your mom make something like you know christmas morning because my mom makes this bubble bread like- this monkey bread that's like really good Oh, I love monkey bread. Um, no, like I guess we like she like puts out like a she like, puts out that's like disgusting. a brunch like oh. a, um. So it's just kind of like a grazing. Do you ever know when you're like talking to a criminal and you're like asking specifics and they don't know? They're like, she puts out like, and you're like, you should know the answer to this. And you're like, you know, she does the normal thing. You, do you know, she does uh, all the all of the things. Um, all the th- like, no, I know it sounds really crazy. No, we don't really do. There's not like a tradition. Also, we don't have family, so it's not like... Also, I feel like Nancy and RJ are probably in a basement hearing this right now, going like, please just, you know, scream louder, RJ. Maybe Ryan will hear you so he can make a call to the Aiken police. Like, scream louder, RJ. Um, 
it would be different, like watching, like watching this. And like, I know you have siblings or whatever, like, it's just the, it's just the three of us. Like I'm an only child. My parents don't talk to any of their family. So it's just like been the three of us, like every single holiday and like the animals. So it's like, we don't really have like a, you know, a, like a tradition. Well, we I mean, like the last couple of years, it's been my mom, dad and me. Cause my sister has her, you know, like then we go over later in the day, but we still do that. Wake up and open the couple gifts, but it's always cause my dad, he he's gotten better the last couple of years, but my dad would wait like till the week of to get my, mom and my mom does christmas like she'll start getting things in like july for people like she'll and so my mom will always like nail like hit it on the head but my dad would like wait till the last minute go to the mall get a bunch of shit that like i even knew my mom wouldn't like you know he'd go into like wet he'd go into like wet seal of like i saw a teenager wear this like here you go and the thing is normally like a normal person would be like oh thank you so much and then later ask for the receipt my mom in the moment and when it's just the three of us it's like so awkward because she'll be like Oh, Bill, I don't like this at all. I'm gonna <laughs> and, I'll be, and she'll be like, and they'll be like, oh, I mean, geez, I was, I tried. I thought I reminded me of you. And I was like, why did you think pink jeans reminded me of you? <laughs> like, like always would be something I'm like, dad, what the fuck? And when I was married, he would make my, he would, he would make my, this, this, he would make my ex like the night before he'd be like, rap piece. My ex, my ex would rap all his kids. <laughs> and then sometimes he would get he would get one right randomly where he would shock all of us including my mom he'd be like she'd be like i i could probably use this and he'd be like oh yeah because i thought yeah because yeah you've worn tops before and yeah like he would get one right Uh, she always loved uh like a bottle of Elizabeth Taylor's diamonds perfume. I remember that growing up. It was always, is that a perfume? Okay, so he can go to like Walgreens and get like that, like gift set. Yeah, like that's still, but she always loved Elizabeth Taylor diamond perfume. Like that was her perfume, so. Like Nancy doesn't wear jewelry. Like, so it's like, it's just like my parents aren't like, normal so like any of like the normal gifts like last year like I I pride myself on the thing is I'm an excellent gift giver I'm a fucking excellent gift giver and yeah you just literally told me how you do not know what to get your parents at all I am am the I'm literally the best the people that you know uh had me have zero clue what to give but I'm the best The best gift giver, horrible daughter. Best gift giver, though. I've flown too close to the sun. I've given the best gifts where it's just like, they don't have any new hobbies. They don't, they ain't got nothing going on. Have you considered masterclass, the gift of learning? No, because Nancy still has to have me fucking like, when she's like, I locked out of my Instagram. And I'm like, no, you're not. Like, just, uh, you're on my Finsta. Just, you clicked the wrong picture. Wait, do you, do you, wait, wait, do you, wait, I'm on, I'm on Shaw Exposed. Do you, do you and Nancy share a phone? Do you share an Instagram account? Does Uh, she do your Instagram posting? I mean, yes, we do share a jitterbug. Like, we share it, like, you know, (laughs) she doesn't. By the way, a jitterbug is, 
a cell phone kind of like it's a prepaid i believe cell phone that like it's like uh, a cricket it's like a bird older people old get people. it because they're scared of like the big companies you know and like the buttons are gigantic <laughs> so that they can see yeah by the way my grandma's 98 and like at a certain point my dad was like well there's just no more phones that we can even get you at this point to <laughs> work i mean like there's you know, we can't no, get she, bigger numbers. She can't like do technology. RJ got her an Apple watch, like when it first came out and I was like, oh no. And I just sat back and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Cause it's just like oh. watching somebody fucking like, like take a match and throw it on oh, fucking gasoline. Dude. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. Because as soon as Nancy unwraps it. And the thing is, RJ is like a child, like, you have to react like a fucking like price is right contestant for RJ. Like when he gets you a gift or something, like if you do not have like the, like, because he is so excited. And like, I don't mean that in a mean way because he is genuinely so ex- like everything he gets, he is so excited to give you because he thinks it's great. Um, You know, and it's a real, you know, I would say there is more hits than there are misses, but in the times there are misses, um, he misses really terribly. Uh, so when she unwrapped this Apple watch, I was like, oh no. And I like sat back and I was like, oh, I'm about to watch the fact. Cause like I see her face and she's like, you know, I won't know how to do this. You know, I won't know how to use this. And you just love to see me look stupid because I can't do technology. Dude, wait, you're not going to believe this. But my dad got my mom an Apple watch last Christmas and he literally goes, he goes, and he asked me, he goes, you think, you think your mom would want, cause my dad likes his Apple watch. And he goes, you think your mom would like one of these Apple watches? And I go, no, no dad. I don't, I don't think, she, I don't think she would. And he goes, he goes, great. I got one uh, for her this year. And I'm like, oh, cool. And I knew ex- it's exact same thing. She opens it and she goes, I don't, I don't. I won't use this. I won't. She like, like, and imagine how awkward it's the three of us in that moment where she has the, like the normal person would go, Oh, wow. I didn't even expect this. And then later on say, can I have oh, you in private? Like, but she I goes, doing? she goes, I won't use this. This is like, you guys like this. I don't like this. I don't. And, but, but by the way, there is a happy ending. She does love her Apple watch. She loves it. She'd love, she loves her Apple watch now, but she was so in that moment defiant. And I knew exactly the conversation that would go down. And he's like, well, gee, I mean, can't even try it. And then, cause I know then it's my responsibility to teach my mom how to use an Apple watch. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, I get that my parent, like that our parents like taught us how to like say words and use the bathroom and obviously granted in Ryan's case they taught him later how to use the bathroom yeah like with machines different time you know a different timeline than the rest of us but still they eventually taught him and it's like I get that all of our parents were very patient but it's like when it comes to the phone I it's just like to me it feels like I'm fucking like Annie Sullivan trying to teach fucking Helen Keller like Nancy and I'm like I can't do this and I almost and throw the phone at her where I'm just like, I can't show you how to, how to like open your AOL email app. Like I it just, I can't well, it's just sad it. because you know, we're going to be the same way one day. And I'm like, who the fuck's going to teach me how to use these things? Like, cause I, my mom, like there's always like five technology things. Anytime I'm there, I'm like, okay, this to teach me how to Netflix on this TV and teach me how to do this on this TV and teach me on my iPad. Cause my mom has the big iPad so she can see it. 
And, you know, like, she's like, I'm getting a ding every time I get an email. I don't want that ding. So I have to go to settings <laughs> and go, mom, this is where you turn all sounds off. I go, oh, okay. Okay. But then they never retain the information yeah, and you start okay. to feel like you're like, this is what it's like. This is what, when I was a kid and I was oh. failing math, it was like, you can't retain the information, right? And I'm like, you can't retain the fucking information now. Like, <laughs> It's like, I mean, at least here it's like easier because it's like, because I mean, we're, if you watch like this video, what, what, once I, I once like, I killed them, it's like been more easy. <laughs> and when I would like face it, because like I talked to my parents, like, uh, yes, obviously we're very unhealthy because like I would talk to my parents, like, uh, like one of my friends was like, wait, you talked to your like dad's like this is your second time you talked to your dad's and I was like, yeah, I talked to him at least like twice. Like I talked to my parents at least like twice a day on the phone. And I was like, and they looked at me and I was like, why, how many times do you talk? Like how many times a day do you talk to your dad? And she's like, I talked to my dad on the phone maybe once a month. And I'm like, oh, what? That's so crazy. And she's like, no, you're the crazy one. Wait, no once a month is, once a month is a little crazy. And so uh, like, once a month is way too little, I think, unless, unless they've like, done something to you bad. But like, FaceTiming, if you like, if you're watching this on like YouTube, pretty like literally most FaceTime with Nancy was like, Chide? Okay, so I'm yeah. talking to you. Or it's, or it's <laughs> a, the the under the chin where she's like, oh, it's FaceTime, and you just see the big chin. Where? I can't. Where are you? I <laughs> see you. Yeah. Honey, I'm not, I'm not a dancer. I don't know yeah. where you went. I don't know where the camera went. Or then, then I see like this, and I'm like, Nancy, I'm talking. We're on FaceTime. I don't need to. You're holding it up to your ear, and she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "I'm talking to your ear canal." And we're on FaceTime. She's like, "I, I don't know how to work this, but oh, just you know, we're just gonna text." Also, I'm a few people. Uh, Nancy will call like she's on a prison like prison, and she's like, "Hey, what do you want?" Like we would literally, I normally get like under two minutes on the phone with Nancy, where I'd have to be like, "Um, okay." So anyway, so I'm like going to like I, I like. So I'm going to the, the bed with Lizzie and she's like, okay, all right. Well, all right. Well, I'm on red battery. So we got to go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> by, by the way, this movie Home Alone, actually, if they had technology like that we have now, none of this would have taken place. You would have been able to FaceTime this Kevin McAllister on a cell phone because the power lines go down overnight. And that's why they're late for the, the plane in the first place, which we'll get to, I guess we should start moving into the actual movie now, since we did just a quick hour and a half catch oh, you up. You don't want me to have more like out loud therapy. Oh, I feel like, I feel like we'll be, I feel like we'll be doing that within the confines of the movie. So I wanted to really quickly, and this is not, this part isn't a joke. I just want to, and Annabelle, this will be kind of funny because oh my god ronald richards is calling me on the other end hey can we take a break for a second can i call you back yeah because actually that's great because okay. i really have to be, okay. so you just text call you me. back tune in tomorrow folks for part two betches